Welcome to Don't IEP Alone, the only podcast dedicated to helping parents navigate the IEP process and hosted by a special education advocate. Your host has been attending IEP meetings for over a decade and has helped thousands of parents go from an IEP rookie to an IEP all-star. Be prepared to learn tips that will be a total game changer for you as a parent advocate and most importantly, your child's outcomes. Partnered with the award-winning Lock a Day in Our Shoes, you'll be confident, knowledgeable, and actually looking forward to your next IEP meeting. Don't IEP alone. Get ready. Here's your host, from suburban Philadelphia, Lisa Leitner. Hey, hello, welcome back. It's Lisa again. I am still trying to talk louder. I hope I'm not too loud. Um, Welcome to, this is what, session three of our dissecting an IEP or taking a walk through an IEP. I'm explaining all the different sections to parents and little, little things that you may not have known about them or had your attention drawn to. So today, um, well, first of all, the first one was, of course, the cover page. Then we went over the attendance sheet. Today is procedural safeguards and MA. So procedural safeguards. I'm going to go over the different sections of procedural safeguards in a whole different podcast series. This is just the notice. Um, Ours is part of the IEP. It's also, I believe, part of our PWN. Um, In our state, they double and triple check that that you've received your procedural safeguards. And despite all that, still no one reads them. Um, But it it is a line item on our IEP. All it says, I have received a copy of procedural safeguards during the school year. The procedural safeguards notice provides information about my rights, including the process for disagreeing with the IEP. The school has informed me whom I may contact if I need more information. Wow, that's a lot there because no one reads the procedural safeguards, which I probably should have done that one first, but oh well done that series first but we're doing the IEP first um so yeah there's a lot of great stuff in procedural safeguards so please read them but you've received a notice every year that or you sign a notice every year that says you've received them um and honestly if your school isn't giving them to you which happens that's a really easy OCR or state compliance complaint if you're just feeling particularly um, ornery. If they don't give you procedural safeguards, that's that's a quick and easy, you know, if they're not going to be able to come up with a signature sheet that says you received them, um, really easy complaint. So that's procedural safeguards. Now, getting into MA a little bit or medical assistance. There's sometimes a separate form Sometimes it's part of the IEP, but there's a medical assistance consent form, a consent to bill MA, and I'm just going to call it MA because it's medical assistance. And then there's also like your billing notice. So you're like, yeah, whatever. What does that mean? First of all, not every state has MA for all kids. Pennsylvania is one of them. I don't know of all the others. Um, 
And what that means is that at least in Pennsylvania, I think California, um, I forget. Um, medical assistance in our state is not dependent on income. If you have a disability, basically you qualify for medical assistance regardless of your family's income level. Now for us, since my husband has a full-time job with insurance, um, that becomes our primary insurance and the Medicaid becomes Kevin's um, what they call last resort insurance. So we only bill them in the instance that our primary insurance doesn't cover something. So you also, so there's a lot of, oh, I am not signing that form. I am not signing that form. There's a lot of different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a lot of differ- differentiation from state to state on medical insurance or medical assistance and how your state handles it with the school. In Pennsylvania, there is no harm in allowing the school to bill Medicaid for some of the services. It's just, it really just opens up another funding stream for them. It does not at all affect any of the medical care or therapy or anything that Kevin receives outside of school. However, that cannot be said for all the states. In some states, it does affect what your child receives outside of school. So, for example, you know, some medical plans on medical assistance will say, you know, okay, if your child qualifies for speech therapy, um, we will pay for 50 sessions a year. And usually it's like somewhere that number is somewhere between 25 and 50 sessions a year. And that's what your, your medical assistance will pay for. Well, in Pennsylvania, if that's the agreement, then like I can take my son once a week outside of school in other states if your son if your child's getting speech therapy once a week at school then that would count towards your 50 sessions I hope that makes sense you just all I'm saying is that just be sure of what you're signing and make sure that it's not going to affect any care or deductibles or anything like that um You don't want to not have some care or services outside of the school day that you need um, because you've allowed the school to bill Medicaid. But again, in Pennsylvania, there's no harm in it. Um, It won't affect that. Also know that they cannot require you to register or sign up for medical assistance, you know, they can't withhold programming from you until you sign up for it. Um, I'm trying to think what else, what other little idiosyncrasies there, they are, there are. Um, I will see if I still have the blog post up. I know I had it up in 2016. 
um, but it listed state by state how much Medicaid funding the schools get, and it's it's a considerable amount of money. So another reason, I won't go off topic, but another reason to stay involved in citizen lobbying and such, um, because our kids' schools really, really rely on Medicaid. Um, they also, if, if you sign an MA form, yes or no, or whatever you decide to do, um, just because a, a school asks you to sign an MA form of some kind and you sign it, that does not make them bound to HIPAA. Um, FERPA still is the records law for schools. Um, medical assistance forms or medical assistance billing for school services does not affect that or change the law in any way. It's still FERPA. Um, that's one that comes up a lot. And in Pennsylvania, and I, you know, I've done this myself when I was just kind of, um, you know, Michelle in the group, the admin, the group admin, and Michelle says to me, like, oh, they fell in the hole. And I say that a lot now. Um, you know, parents just fall in this hole and you can't see out. You're just, you're just so focused on whatever's in the hole with you and you can't see around you. Um, and there was a time when Kevin was in preschool that I fell in the hole and couldn't see out. And so, you know, I got this, hmm, well, I am not signing that medical assistance form. Um, and it really was just a power play. I was feeling powerless, just like I mentioned with the attendance sheet when parents go, I am not signing that, you know. It's just a matter of, I get it. Like you're going to withhold your signature because that feels like the only power you have right now is your signature. But um, for some states like mine, the schools are terribly underfunded. And hey, if I can give them another funding source, no matter how small it might be, um, you know, I'm going to do that to help them out because it doesn't affect Kevin's care and services outside of school. So, um, that's it. Again, look up how your state handles Medicaid and the schools for your disabled child. Um, read your procedural safeguards. And tune in next time, because next time we're getting into the meat of the IEP, and we're going to get into special factors. So, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Don't IEP Alone podcast. No parent should have to IEP alone. And with a day in our shoes, you don't have to. For more IEP assistance and letter templates, visit adayinourshoes.com. For ongoing assistance and support, follow our Facebook page and group.
Wait. 